0: Who of you had to get your littleies ready for school this morning? Some of them are not so little. We know children's children in grades are to grade four and grades six, nine, ten and eleven went back to school today. And uh, the Department of Basic Education says it's going to remain vigilant as more of them return to school. Uh, we know that uh, the grades five and eight will only return to school next Monday, but there are lots more kids back at school after all these months of lockdown. And teachers unions are a little bit worried about the, the lack of space, the lack of teachers uh, with comorbidities in the classroom. Also, the, the the worry, I suppose, that many teachers are likely going to get ill as a result of exposure to children who might be carrying COVID. But Ver- Veronica Machadi has been covering all of this as uh, she went along to see what it was like as the kids went back in their numbers today. And she's with me right now. Veronica, hi there. Tell me how it played out in the schools you were at this morning.
1: A little bit of uh, mixed reactions, of course, Joanne, as uh, pupils went back to schools. And we're not just talking just a handful of them. We're talking actually millions across the country here in Gaudeng, um, uh, MEC of Education, Banyaza Lusufi, actually clarified that about 1.2 million of those pupils went back to school. And uh, of course, as you've mentioned, a lot um, of reactions, anxiety, of course, from parents, um, but more so a little bit more excitement uh, from pupils, of course, as they've finally gotten back to school and stepped into the classroom, some of them since March, um, five five months since they have walked into these schools and seen some of those friends. But the biggest concern, of course, coming from teacher unions, they're basically explaining that, look, some of the challenges that were faced in the early days of the lockdown and just before the department initiated that precautionary break as those infections were rising do still persist. They're looking at shortages of classrooms and, of course, as you've mentioned, the additional teachers uh, that are needed, of course, course to cover for those that uh, have not been in classrooms or not teaching because of those underlying issues. Are there many of those
0: schools in that situation, Veronica, where they don't have a lot of their staff complement back because of the comorbidity issue?
1: Absolutely, Joanne. We know that uh, the National uh, Teachers Union's uh, President Alan Thompson said about uh, he's facing about 12,000 teachers, he says, that uh, are still need to be replaced um, across happens. schools across the country. And we know that this is quite a big issue because those that are available, of course, we're seeing already a system that is somewhat already under pressure. And now we're going to see teachers really inundated um, as they roll in that rotational timetable. The basic education department added that some of the regulations with these pupils returning back to the school will involve some grades coming in in certain times, others on different days. And so this movement will seem quite difficult to, to execute for teachers. Definitely. I want to ask from a practical
0: point of view, how was the sanitization? How was the social distancing that you saw? Is it workable?
1: Well, from the outside, of course, Joanne, you know that media is not allowed within the schools. It, it oh, seems nice. quite stringent. Um, you've seen lines um, across the pavement for pupils to come in. You know, there is that measure of writing in your temperature, your name um, and forms that they have to fill in. So a lot of that screening, a lot of those stringent measures. However, in the classroom during break times, well, that's anybody's guess. <laughs> That's true. It's it's very difficult, I
0: would imagine, particularly for the, for the littleies who go back. They don't really have a concept of, of not grouping, not hugging and so forth. That must be quite difficult for those grades. Absolutely, uh,
1: Joanne. And uh, we're not just seeing those uh, grade ones and twos and threes. We're also seeing um, under level two of the lockdown, preschools also being allowed to open, as well as early childhood development centers. And of course, that is going to be um, quite a challenge, um, of course, on how to cre- create that social distancing and that overcrowding, um, and of course, as more um, of these jobs in the economy open up, while well, parents will have to leave their children there, which is a great relief. But uh, we are hoping that you know these uh, preschool nurseries are putting in those right measures, and uh, you know just to control that from, for the little people.
0: All right, thank you very much for that, Veronica Mahwari, uh, commenting on all of the grades that have gone back today. Millions of children, as she told us, and let's hope. I mean, if, if you want to share with us what your thoughts are on the, on the first day back for your child maybe even if a child wants to speak to us uh, give us a call on 011 30702 I'd love to hear from kids who went back to school today how did you find it was it a culture shock to walk into school and then have to remind yourself you couldn't sit next to your friends the way you normally do. You couldn't eat your lunch at break time the way you normally used to. Uh, you know, you can't really engage each other in the same way. So it's difficult to sit close to someone and, and talk to them. Um, it, it's difficult from a sporting point of view as well. I mean, my daughter's school has sent a message along saying they don't have permission yet to continue with school sport as we speak. I'd love to hear about your experience and if you're a parent, what it was like to send your child back to school today especially if you've got a literally a grade r or child in one of those lower grades and, and you're a little bit concerned about whether the school did have its sanitization protocols in place